Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Don't raise trades just yet. Sit down and strap in for the Ultimate Super Coach Podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This is the Jewel Position Podcast, hosted by Whisperer and Adrianosaurus. Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Dual Position Podcast. I am your host, CSC Whisperer, joined, as always, by your favorite supercoach's favorite supercoach, the man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour, SC Adrianosaurus. Howdy, mate. How are you? Mate, I, I am I'm good. I, I, I thought I nearly got you for a score last week because you're having a good year. Um, I was a couple ahead of you for updates, and then you updated to one point better than me. Uh, and I lost, couldn't believe I lost ranks, but um, look, I'm still in good spirits. I'm sitting in a nice um, spot, I reckon, for ready for the buys. I'm pumped. Mate, yeah. I, I don't know how I lost rank, and I'm in the top 1%, um, and you're in the top like 3%. I don't know how you lost ranks at scoring uh, 1,239 um, mental. So yeah, you scored 1,239. I scored uh, 1,240 off the back of Nico Hines. Um, mate, he got 100. I don't know what he did. <laughs> well, when you got these accumulators and you know scorers, you know love them. Uh, it's always a safe sort of bet, wasn't it? You know to go him and 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 such a majority of people captain him as well. Just takes a little bit of fear out of um, out of there as well. But um, yeah, Heinz, he's you know he's just a bloody super coach darling, isn't he? Yeah, I mean you called it on Twitter. I posted um, I got a nice little bonus at work, so I thought I would donate some money to charity. I donated half to. Uh, Black Lung Institute and a half to Mission Australia, which helps out with domestic violence in light of certain scumbag journalists. And I had budgeted for about 300 bucks, and Nico got 98 which is uh, $196. So he split that up between the two. But you had the call of putting on Fafita. So you were confident yeah. Fifi would go bigger. Um, did that ever play into your mind about captaining him or was it just sort of the FOMO of the captaincy percentage of Nico? Yeah, I mean, that was the thing because I really honestly thought that Fafita was due for a try. I didn't know he was going to go two. I thought he was a bit. You know, I thought, oh, how does the Fafita score two tries and go one eleven? Um, how does he? How does he run? Like so good. Lockie Miller, uh, seventh Olympian, got fucking burnt by Fafita. Yeah. Um, so look, he's having a ripping year. I knew a try was right around the corner. I put it in my crystal ball that he was going to score a try. And um, if he scored, I mean, if he'd only scored one try, he wouldn't have made a hundred. But it took two and he did. I just knew Dave was due. And, and we, I, I think he's absolutely rocked himself straight into the origin team. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like he was due a big one. Um, it's going to be hard to part ways with him, isn't it? You're probably just, he's he's a piece that you just go, well, I'm not moving him out of my team. I want him all, any game he's available in, I want him. Yeah. I mean, it was two weeks ago. This wasn't on the podcast. I was just messaging you privately. And I said, look, I'm probably going to sell for feeder in round mm. 13. And then he just, he's just gone bang, bang. Mm. And now I'm sort of of the opinion that like, hell, even Fifi playing 60 minutes backing up after Origin is probably worth the whole. I mean, he is getting up towards nearly 900K. Yeah, the thing uh, a is, lot if of you cash. Sell him, you sell him and you go, oh, well, I'll bank the ca- extra cash getting him to a 600 k Then when you want to get him back, it's, you're like, fuck, I can't yeah, do the, it. The problem with selling these guys is at the sky-high price that you're banking on them coming back down to earth. And if they don't come back down to earth, then you've got to find the cash to go elsewhere. 
nothing worse than watching this guy. You're like, oh, I used that. I used all of his money for two players, and now I can't afford the player I, I, I got too cute and smart about. Yeah, so look, um, it is hard to hold big, expensive pieces like that. Um, but I think that some players sort of just – because there's nothing much in halves. Some people go on Moses over the origin period. Um, because in these buys you get your best thirteen scores. I'm I'm I've burnt trades too much to to sell Manu. I'm just going to hope that as best case scenario, Manu is fit. I'm not going to sell Cleary and Hines, and I think I'm probably just going to hold for feeder because there's lots of other stuff in my team that's broken. Um, and trading him out and trying to get him back in is not something I can budget in my team with the trades I've used. Yeah, I think I'm in a pretty good position. I don't think anything in my team is broken. I just could probably have better options. Like I don't have anything out, outright stinking up. Um, mm. I mean, maybe in a, in a in a perfect world, I mean, Reed Money is Jeremy Marshall King. Uh, in a perfect world, I have Jermaine Asako. But like, apart from that, and I have Latrell Mitchell. But like, apart from that, I'm not. You don't have, you don't have a Sunny Luke, you know? So. Yeah, no, I've got a better version of Sunny Luke. Someone that plays around 13, who I still to this day hold dearly, and Jake Granville. Hopefully, he does well True. for me next week. I bought him for the sole purpose of next week. So let's hope, mate, if, if Greenville crashes over for a try in round 13, fucking mute all your social medias. I mean, everything else, you're falling upstairs with everything else this <laughs> fucking year. I'm just like, I, I, even though you've been outscoring me and you, you're ahead of me on the ranks, I still just look at your team and I laugh that you got Granville. But I've got, even though I've got Sonny Luke, I'm like, well, he fooled everyone. We thought he's a well, bit that's, of a... Yeah, at the, at the time, at the time it was, I needed a, I needed a cheapy hooker because I was downgrading Harry Grant because I wanted to get Dylan Brown and, and um, Joe Manu. And yeah, I just sort of wait up Granville or Luke because this. Imagine is... if um Robson checked the hooker for Origin, you'd be. Oh you'd mate, be... But, I mean, I'm banking on Rob, I'm banking on Connor to get the, to play, and then and then Granville to come in and play thirteen. But I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, Granville Granville's nothing to write home about. He's getting thirty fives every week, but it's better than whatever Sonny Luke's putting out. Uh, yeah, well, what what the hell am I going to do when Harry Grant goes off to Origin? Because yeah. I don't really want to sell Origin, uh, uh, Harry. I wanted to just hold him because he's really going to play very limited games. So maybe I do have to sell him because who the hell can I get Sonny Luke to unless I've got bank? Yeah. You know? There's like, yeah. there's no one. There's like, there's Real no laundry for people who went that route. Yeah. There's no, and good, a, and a Luke. there's no good mid range hooker. And like, that's the thing like Reed money for me hasn't been uh, seeing the world on fire, but he's, he's been fine. And mm. unless your name's Harry Grant or Jerry Marshall King, every other hooker has been fine. So I'm okay with that. Um, however, there is some um, news from a pretty eventful team this Tuesday. Speaking of hookers, uh, the former Dragons hooker, Cam McInnes, uh, out for four weeks. Um, the Sharks have... Oh, sorry, the Manly and the Sharks are sort of lacking a lot of forwards, and it's concerning. Um, so McInnes out for four weeks. Sean Lane, after missing the first eight weeks or so, out for another eight weeks. This one uh, hits hard for you, my friend, because you were a Sean Lane owner. It was, it was cute. No, fuck Hopgood. I'm going Lane. Brown's warming up. Don't get Maddo. Don't get Hopgood. Uh, well, I already had Maddo, but I got a shit score in Magic Round, and then he fucking does a hamstring, and I should have just gone Hopgood, because he was one of the things I'm thinking about doing this week as well. So, look, um. Yeah, sometimes you've got to just play fearless um, yeah, super coach. And because I th- saw Brown warming up, mathematically, I thought that Lane, with a few games under his belt, would have come good. And I have no doubt that if he didn't do the injury, he probably would have warmed up. Uh, but hey, that's super coach, isn't it? And I was actually starting to really panic that I had too many eels for that round 14. Because I've got um, Eagles too. I don't have any Knights, but I still, I'm looking at seven or eight players. So I can I can zag now away from 
my mistake of probably having too many of them, or I could just get Hopgood and bite the bullet. I knew I should have got already. Yeah, I think if you've got boost left around 14, might be a good time to pull one uh, if you have gone heavy on eels. But uh, someone that is very, very super coach relevant, Aaron Woods. Uh, looks like he is out for six weeks. Um, mm. Shocking news, as is Josh Alloyer, another big super coach relevant player, out for four to six weeks. Uh, and Kelma Tuolagi also out for six weeks, and Manly have just been fucking decimated. But the reason Burbo why time. the reason why I highlight those three, and obviously uh, Woods, Alloyer, and Tuolagi um, are not super coach relevant, it highlights uh, a few. You've got Torfor Sipley, who I was a big fan of. Uh, not Torfor mm-hmm. Sipley, uh, Taniela Paseko. I was a big, big fan of him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and you also have the emergence of Ben Travojevic. Now, uh, the be- the bench makeup is not kind. It's not the greatest. You've got Bullymore. I think you've got Condon. And I think you have um, Fainu. So not the greatest bench makeup, but you know he's near bottom dollar. Does yeah, cover around thirteen. Um, and, you know, he's burned us all in the past. Uh, you know, because he just wasn't getting a role. But I actually have liked. Uh, he's been punchy, hasn't he? Mate, I'll tell you a, a fun fact. I've never owned Ben Travojevic ever, ah, ever. Oh, I'll tell you what, Ben Travojevic has looked better than Tommy Turbo. He's looked like the best Travojevic in the yeah, last the six best weeks. Travojevic. Absolutely. So Tommy Turbo this week will be the third best, actually. Have they ever all started in the starting team together? Because that's pretty momentous. I think, I think, they've, all, I think they've all played. I they've all played I'm not in sure the same game. But they're all starters this week. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be big. It'd be nice. Uh, what is not nice um, is Valence Tavare dropped. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I warned. I warned everyone. I mean, last week I said to everyone, "I want to go Billy Smith" because Momorowski's out for a fuckload of time, and they've always loved Billy Smith apart from the injuries. He's a natural. Oh, talent Trent Robinson center. loves him. I've heard reports. Um, I had friends of mine at Magic Round that were watching the Roosters game, and apparently Brandon Smith was just screaming to his halves just to get the ball to Billy Smith. Like he's yeah, yeah. oh yeah, he's talented. He's a talent. Um, but and, and other people go on Mac, Mac Fee guy, and I was like, how long do you honestly? Yeah, I'm pretty. Work? I'm pretty happy. Pretty happy with that. Reggie's. Yeah, I'm pretty so happy I with that call. Off those two players, Tawari and um, Fee guy, because I just thought Lomax is coming in and Brenko Lee is coming back. What I will say for the Tawari owners um, is. Uh, that I, I don't reckon Brenko can put two games together without getting injured. I'll tell you, I, I posted this on Twitter today. Valence Tavare feels like Greg Miles at 2.0 from from the Titans days, where he mm. he never is a genuine cheapie. He'll play two or three games and then get dropped or get injured or whatever. But And then obviously Miles, you came in this year. Like the, the first time he's been relevant was when he yeah. was nearly 500k. And like, it's, it was never a cheapie. I do fear that with Tavare. Like, if he plays three or four games this year, he'll have a great average. and He'll come in at just a ridiculous price next year. Um, as we mentioned before, Jerbo's back, which is good for Manly, good for Turbo as well, I would assume. Um, Josh Adokar back again. He was named last week, was ruled out closer to game day, so he's one to monitor. Uh, Connor Tracy gets another week for the Sharks with Sivitalikai outs. Now, concerning because basically you're going to get no games out of him for three weeks. Mm. So I, I know a lot of people... Um, zigged when others zagged. If they were going Ronaldo Mulatalo, then uh, a lot of people went Talakai. I liked the play at the time, but he's out last week. He's out again this week. He'll miss next week with the bye. Yeah, so you're going to get no weeks out of him. So I would probably look to move him on and buy him back. Um, yeah, I, I would too, because um, that's the thing. You know, you you, you 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 missed him last week and you probably thought it was a hold, but this, yeah. as soon as he wasn't named this week, knowing that he's going to miss next week as well. Look, um. I'm, I might be doing that with Manu as well, but Manu's around 14. They're tipping, you know, if everything, if he ticks all the boxes, he could be back for 14. I'm petrified of 14, so I, there's a reason to hold him. I also um, think with Talakai as well, um, 
Come around 14, I'm just going to be trying to load up on Sharks players. Sharks and Storm players, because they both cover 16 and 19. So, Nick Meany, uh, Eli Katoa, Britton Nikola, Sifatalakai, Ronaldo Mortalo. All these guys I'm looking to load up on. Blake, Blake Braley to an extent, uh, if I need a secondary mid-hooker. Um, Moreland. Yeah, Moreland. Um, no. <laughs> but, yeah, like... like Sha- I saw Sha- one of the bloody experts put um, Fanuka in the old origin team. Oh, mate. How, he mate. can't even make a, last, a full game for the ra- uh, Sharks. Yeah, but I, um, I think Salakai's a weird one because, yeah, if you're content with not having him for three weeks, and sure, if you're running out of trades, and I can understand it because I'm going to be looking at loading up on Sharks soon too. Um, yeah. The Roosters, obviously the big news for Teamless Tuesday this week was Luke Keery at six, Drew Hutchinson at seven, no Joey Manu. Um, initial reports were suffered an extended uh, a period for, of extended injury. NRL physio broke that down and said, "Look, realistically, if, if the Roosters didn't have the bye next week, he'd probably play this week." So I don't know how much Trent Robertson, under fire from the media, wants to run with Drew Hutchinson at seven with Sam Walker um, picking up an ACL sprain in New South Wales Cup, and he's out for four weeks as well. I'm no betting man, Ado, but I suspect he's back in round fourteen. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Once the the great man in our physio said, "Look, it's not a syndesmosis." Um, he thinks that the range is sort of one to two, most likely. In worst case scenario, three. I reckon they probably just said, um, "Let's give him two weeks to just recover fully and come back in strong." For when you got to buy the following week, you, you can really let people get over those little nigglers. And when you're playing the fucking dragons as well, you're playing the dragons. I actually think um, Kiri's looked fucking awful at his oh, seven. Man. Kiri wasn't the answer. I, I don't want to get into it, but when, when Walker was dropped, Walker wasn't the problem. Nah. So, look, I think um, Drew Hutchinson will actually, you know, he's a Mr. Fix-It. All these fuckers that own Drew Hutchinson, he just keeps pulling <laughs> ass backward into good roles. Hey, remember, I think I think early the preseason, you and I did a podcast about plays ownerships we couldn't understand. And at the time, Drew was over like 8% of people. Fucking uh, ge- genius. He's in the fucking, in the, uh, in the centres, and now he's in the half. But that's what I want to, I want to say, is I reckon that'll free up... Um, Kiri to just run and ball play a bit, a bit sort of will of the wisp because Hutchinson will actually do a good organizing job. He doesn't, he doesn't have the worst. He's got a decent, game. decent kicking game. He's a decent organizer. Let He's Kiri run. Violet either. He'll call for the ball. So I actually think that um, you're going to see that halves look probably even better than it's looked any other way this year. Cause I think they've got it. Like you said, I think it wasn't Walker. I think they Kiri in the seven didn't work. Manu and him sort of could have worked. And um, maybe it will be the future, but you watch. I reckon this week they'll um, actually do well with this combo. Something that we aren't talking about either. Joey Manu also picked up the 5-8th jewel as well. So um, after round 13, if you're wanting to move on Isaiah Katoa, you don't need to bring in a 5-8th. Uh, if, if you have turbo, you can literally go Katoa to a second rower. Um, jewels are really handy. Um, the reason why selling Hosking is hard is because Jock Madden has been named at 7 for the Broncos and Jock Madden is a defensive turnstile. Uh, he's not good defensively. But the problem with him is minutes. Um, but saying that he could definitely do some damage in 55, 60 minutes, and then you move him on. I think his time in the sun, though, is is definitely coming to to an end. He's ripening up. Um, I mean, he could just go out this week and do a bloody Sorensen. What the fuck was that? 175. People are buying him this week. What do you mean, mate? You, you don't, you, You've you, got you, a 175 in there. You, you don't own um, Jerome Luai and Sorensen together like me? Yeah, well, no, I don't. Like, could you oh, I was like, surely no one owns him, but I looked and people were trading him in. I and mean, what do they know? To be fair, to be <laughs> fair, he he was averaging like I think fifty five or something before, so yeah. he wasn't terrible. He's but really talented footballer. Um, and uh, also a very, mean, also a very attractive. One seventy five in there now, and he doesn't actually play the the buy, but he plays the games following the buy. 
Could you get around and buy him? I just because sh- he doesn't have that 175. I assume there. That, that he's in Kim's team, um, being a very good-looking bloke. Well, I don't even... I haven't looked at her team. I don't know if she's making trades. <laughs> Probably still like... He, 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 is a, he is a very good-looking bloke. Um... Edwards, the he, the front row forward hero that we all need. He starts again for the Bulldogs uh, in the front row. Got a 94 last week, was the top-scoring front row forward. Did have a try, mm-hmm. so take that out. You know, he's still pumping out 60. You know, he's under 300K. The bench looks pretty favorable. You've got Josh Reynolds. You've got Jaden Ockenbohr. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some a pretty good bench makeup for him. Tavita Pengo doesn't play big minutes. Um, yeah, Max, Max well, King, you expect to play decent minutes. Yeah, I, I look. I was absolutely flabbergasted that they played him for so many minutes, but mm. he really looks a natural lock, doesn't he? Mm. Um, he looks a real talent to me. So, um, if I was just like, ugh, I'm probably not going to do it. I know because we've all got these Moalis, Ben Murphysillers, um, you know, that are just get, they've got like 20 minutes off the bench and they're scoring 15s. You got a guy starting at lock. That was what we loved about Hopgood: big minutes at lock um, with an ability to score well with with good minutes. There's no guarantee that he's going to keep getting those minutes. Uh, and I would have loved to have get him bef- before he got that yeah. 90K price rise. But I've got this dead... You can't, you, I don't care that Ben Murdoch, Masilla or Moali, if he's fit, will be there for the first buy. They're only going to score 20 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy looks like if he goes out and scores a 60 this week, he makes 100K. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm on him. i just not sure who. And we'll come to that in trades. Uh, mm. And the last point, uh, pat on the back for yourself and I, our chance to be a bit smug. Plenty were calling him the cheapie of the week last week, and that's Max Fiege. I'm pretty mm. sure I said word for word on this podcast, Zach Lomax is not staying in reserve grade for much longer. And sure as shit, Zach Lomax is back in first grade, and Max Fiege has been dropped. I'm not mm. surprised, you're not surprised, but it does suck for owners that did jump on. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you've got to just make that decision where it's the best of a bad choice. Um, not, ev- Smith- not, not, not every cheapie has to be bought, basically. Nah. Yeah. And when I brought in Croker, I made that decision over Dunster because I was just like, Dunster is so shit. And I think, the, you know, if he has one shocking game, he's out. Um, you know, and I thought with Croker, he lifts the Raiders. They've got better since he's been in. I think they're just going to get him to 300 games. So to, it logically just seemed to me like he had more job security. Mate, no, no, no shock that Croaks comes in and the, and the milk run defeated. They love him, mate. He's a club hero. He is. Um, but anyway, yeah, on the subject of... Um, uh, who are we talking about? Um, uh, Max, 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 Max Uh Tuare versus Max Fiegei versus B- Billy Smith last week. I thought the answer was clearly Smith. Um, if you're going to go someone way early, <laughs> how could you go Tuare when he was filling in for an injury going straight into a bye? You know? Mm. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Uh, moving into, I think only this. We only have six points this week of things we learned from last week. You're um, probably indicating to me to write four, but I... <laughs> It's fine. Um, Obviously, I am the president of the Anti-Teddy Club, and if I'm going to sit here and slam Teddy week after week for being washed, uh, probably need to do it with Turbo as well. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. He's just not 100%, is he? He's just just not. I mean, one of the biggest crimes, I reckon, um, in rugby league that could I might have ever seen is if a bloke can have a year like Campbell Graham has and he miss origin on for, for turbo yeah. now i know turbo has been there he's been almost best on ground almost some of the greatest origin but he he's 50 percent of of turbo he's not really 100 percent turbo uh which was the guy that did that um i reckon he's almost first picked in the back line him and, and latrell graham so graham, yeah 
I, I just can't see Turbo Con Origin this year. I don't know. There's reports coming around today that um that they're going to line up on the same side, Trell and, and Graham, which leads to me to believe Graham's going to play wing. Mm. And then you expect Toto to be on the other wing. And then, fuck, does that mean they do fit Turbo in? Like, I mean... Well, uh, I just reckon you go Graham in the centres, um, him and Latrell, that is an absolute phenomenal two big bodies uh, in the centres. And you go Toto and, and Fox, primitive X-Factor. I mean, even, even, Cry- even Crichton, I'd, I'd rather Crichton well, have yeah, Turbo Crichton. right now. Well, I mean, look, yeah. But I just reckon it, you, you, either, you pick between Graham and Turbo. I think Graham would do a very serviceable, serviceable job on the wing. But he's been the best center in the fucking comp. Oh, yeah, 100%. If he doesn't get picked, though, it's like textbook New South Wales. Yeah. I mean, we do want loyalty and everything, but... I don't. Look, I'm a Queensland. I don't know about you, but if, if I were Turbo, I'd, I, surely he's going to be like, oh, I... Turbo just seems like such a champion um, that I don't know if... He, he'd be like, oh, I'm only going to go there if I feel like I can... Yeah, I don't think Turbo would play just to, to re-injure himself. He wasn't I mean. right. Yeah, just to fill a spot. He's not that kind of character. And so. that's, this is the hard thing, because I'm a Turbo owner... Um, if he plays around 13, I'm obviously not selling him. But in recent weeks, like if he was playing to his full potential, I probably would have sold him because I know he's going off to origin. He'll miss 13 and 14. Mm. However, like in his current form, it's like, fuck, do I just hold on to him? Because like I could use him in round 13. He's not losing cash. Well, that's just, right. Um, and holding. look, uh, I don't even mind him as a play this week against the Raiders, to be honest. Um, oh, you guys, uh, as good as you are, you, you have leaked points. So like yeah, there is points there. Points. Yeah, so uh, and I don't. I think it's a good. They've always had a pretty good uh, record against the Raiders, the old Seagulls. I'm still tipping Raiders for future, um, but yeah, I, I'm going to hold Turbo probably. I mean, I've got Gutho as well, so I'm going to have nothing in round 14 if I do decide to hold. But I will say I'm going to keep my mind open to Turbo missing Origin and being a very handy per- play for round 13. That's why I haven't sold. Look, I think my plan is to hold Turbo or basically, basically up until next week. And then if he's picked, I'll sell. If he's not picked, I'll hold. So that's just basically as simple as that. Um, probably the head... Drinkwater, I imagine? Uh, yeah, definitely. And captain Drinkwater too, 100%. Um, another cowboy. Probably the the headline of this show. Uh, we put out a tweet. We have very, very poll yeah. opposites opinion on this guy, and it's going to be good to have a chat. Helen yeah. Lukey, is yeah. he a great Preston downgrade? Cowboys... Uh, Hang on, what have I written? Cowboys cover 12, 13, 14, 16, 18, and 20. Only missing 15, which is a standalone buy, so they're the only team. Um, mm. Missing 19, which is a big buy. It's half the comps out then. And then missing 19, which is a mini buy. You are in the camp, and I would be in the camp too if he was 150k cheaper. Talk to me on Lukey and why you're keen. Look, I reckon there are we, – we've seen crimes for this particular body shape in the NRL. We saw it when they didn't use Fafita. We were all like, what the hell are they not using this guy? He's a monster. Penrith used Kikau better than anyone's used a big man, pretty much, you know. Um, last week, I saw the resurgent Cowboys use Lukey like what we saw the shoots of um, when he first came into league. Look, he's, he's coming off an ACL. I thought Lukey is way better from what I've seen on the eye test than Nanai. So to me, watching him crash over there was, it reminded me of how Penrith are using, used kick out, how, you know, they're using for feeder this year. Um, if they get him early ball, he is a handful close to the line. He runs Nikora kind of lines, lane kind of lines. This is a contract. I think this is a breakout year for him. If he's, I know it is hard off a, um ACL, um, but I reckon he's better than Nanai. And 
We didn't know how how the hell Nanai was going to keep getting tries. He's good in the air, but I reckon close to the line. Good luck to you if you want to stop Lukey. Um, those t- he looks absolutely like a phenom against these blokes close to the line. Um, I like. I'm worried about 14. I'm worried about these backup games over these um, upcoming buys. So yeah, I could go a hop good, but I could be royally fucked in round 14 if I go hop good. Um, if I go Lukey. Um, those rounds that I've, I'm really worried about that could be hard. Um, I, I could have a, I've got a ceiling bloke in there. We can see that he, he if he gets a try, he'll probably get up to a hundred. I think he's going to be a bit like Nanai. He'd probably score you forty or a hundred. Um, but I, I've got, I've liked him as a footballer. So I think um, if I'm going to have faith that he's being used, and, and we're starting to see the shoots now flower of what his potential is. I reckon this could be a year that he's, he's on fire. It could be a nanai of this year. I'm not saying it. I, I'm not saying he's not a good footy player. I think he's a great footy player. Absolutely stunned. But I just think this reeks of Lemu Lemu, like a mid-50s 2RF plotter, that if they don't get tries, then it's it's a bit miffed. Not only that, Parramatta in round 13, who are mm. probably going to be full strength. The, the storm, what does that matter this year? This the, year. the Storm in round 14. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, the Storm have origin players. Realistically, they're probably only going to have three. Um, yeah, in, three very good ones. Yes, yes. But they are playing four o'clock on a Sunday, which is probably the longest time you can... Oh, this is the second longest time, because I think there's a six o'clock game that Sunday in round 14. The longest time to wait. Uh, Harry Grant's not going to be playing 80 minutes for origin, so I think he backs up. Munster's the kind of guy that just backs up because Munster loves footy. Granted, they do play. So, so, so they've got Pen, uh, Parramatta, Melbourne, by in round fifteen, into Penrith in round sixteen. Now that is Penrith without their Origin stars because it's in the in the Origin week. So, granted, that could be okay. Uh, and then you come straight into to South in round seventeen, uh, a South side who also play at four o'clock on Sunday, who are going to have all their stars be backing up as well. So, mm. I just one combined with his work rate and and reliance on tries. We saw this with Danai last year. Mm. Uh, in, in a much better Cowboys side than what we're seeing now. And two combined with four uh, four really, really tough teams in Parramatta, Melbourne, Penrith, and South. I just... He's 550K or something like that. 500K, like... So, yeah, what I'm... The quandary I'm sort of thinking about is... Um, I'd rather just wait yeah, to get around 14, all these um, post, um, you know, buy rounds are going to be hard, but there's no way that over the next... Um, However, including the buy over the next sort of six weeks, Hopgood's not going to score more. And I really don't think Hopgood's going to get picked for Origin this year with how many middles um, Queensland has. So yeah, um, if you, if you're stacking him up against Hopgood, um, yeah, maybe not. Um, but I think if you you look, probably me just doing lane over Hopgood again. I don't know if I go look, it's not as good. I'd if rather you're gonna just go, save... pod someone. You got to go. They've got to be able to score as well, or not, or if not better. If they're cheaper, I'd um, rather just save the cash and get and, and get Lukey, not Lukey. I'd rather get Tohu next week um, and just play someone this week. I mean, I, I just think there's better options. I mean, fuck, I'd rather just take Britain Nicora, and I know that he's missing round thirteen. I'd rather just buy him. I'd rather just find the cash. I just, yeah, the the low break even's fine. But like, if we're not talking about two bullshit tries against the Dragons, are we are we ever having this discussion? Well, no, but how long has he had to actually go and prove himself in the NRL? He hasn't had a good run of, of games. Yeah, look, um, he's got a flaw on him. You can easily see that. He's going to be try-dependent. Um, so, look, I'm going to think about it. He, in, my tra- in my trade scenarios, um, there is a, a way that I can get um, Lukey and Edwards or I can get um, Hopgood and Edwards. Um, the, con- so the, concern- the concerning thing with, with, with this is... 
50, uh, 35 points in 55 minutes against the Titans. Yes, had a 77 in 71 minutes against the Bulldogs, but that had attack stats in there too. A 27 in 55 minutes against the, what are they called? Roosters. And then 121 in 70, in 60 minutes last week, and that was including two tries. It's not like he's an 80-minute back row that's locked it in. Sounds, it sounds like Murray this, this year. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Murray, but I just... I'm not keen. If Lukey, he's 523k. If Lukey was, all right, you've convinced me. 400. I'm, I'm off it. I'm off it. He's also playing the Tigers, who we all we all know. Supercoach actually decently defensive, <laughs> apart all from right. with five well, minutes look, ago I'm, last week. I've already got it in my scenario. If someone talks me out of him, lovely. Um, yeah, look, I did it because it meant that I could just sell a shit piece to get Edwards. I've got to go a bit more creative now um, to be able to get. Um, oh, I just think it hop good. I do want Tohu as well. And the other option yeah. I could do is just go find someone else to play this week and just pull the trigger on the trade and get him out. But what, well, I don't even need to do that. I could just sit this week and... I'd actually play Edwards this week. I don't hate playing Edwards. Uh, no, for I don't hate playing Edwards this week. It's not, not the worst matchup either. And if they're going to keep giving you these ripping minutes. Um, yeah, so uh, look, I'll, I'll scrap Lukey um, and I'll, I'll, I think it's going to have to be uh, Hopgood because I don't know if I'm going to have the money to go anyone better. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I've successfully talked you off Helam Lukey. Yeah. Now, let me talk the masses off Lockie Miller. Now, I've owned Lockie Miller since round one, so I have had the reaps. I've, I've benefited from the rewards. He's been a top four center wing all year, and he was great for the first nine, ten weeks. KP's come back and has run the show. Mm. Lockie Miller's getting less and less ball. Uh, he got a 66 last week, but was fucking bailed out very, very late. He was on 25 for most of the game. His goal kicking isn't fantastic. Has the buy in round 14. He's going to be a great hold and great play next week. But the minute lockout opens up 8-0 at 11 o'clock uh, in two Mondays' time, he is ditched. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we were we were loving what we were seeing from him, but I always thought um, it was because Ponga was out and he obviously is just another, you know, he was another premium in their team to, to do some play, ball play. He's a fullback and he's a trier. So, yeah, it's obviously just when you get someone in like, uh, Ponger, who's dominant, and there's not as much there for him. The positive is that most likely the Knights be without Ponger in round 13, most likely. Mm. So that could see Miller have some relevance again, but with the buy in round 14, I think he's a pretty easy sell. Um, are you in the same boat? Yeah, I reckon. I mean, I've never owned him this year, and I've uh, kicked myself for it. Same with the White Sucker. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just think... Um, you, you sometimes you can just cut your uh, cut and run. You yeah. know. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the same. I'm gonna I'm gonna really really enjoy the the 13 weeks that I owned him, and I'm gonna be looking to move him on to someone like a Ronaldo Molotalo, I'm feeling. Um, number four, despite a putrid buy schedule and origin, David Fafita is still a season long hold. I'm not you know ripping up t- trees here with this statement, but like I said, I was very much in the camp of hey, I might just sell Fifa, and, and you know we'll get him back after origin, but. Even 60, 60 minutes of Fifi, uh, he he just looks he just looks different this year. Oh yeah, I mean they've we 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 always thought what your Foran went there and Foran's way too experienced and has been at the top of his game, even though he's picked up injuries and stuff to just get the most out of players around him. And Dave is sort of playing a completely different style. That's such um, a real balanced thing. It it really agrees with him. And he's just as dangerous um, in all di- kind of different ways. Um, wow, what a year from him! He's straight back into that Origin team. He's, um, you know, he's got to break. He's he's going to he's averaging eighty six. He's going to be uh, he's got to break even at sixty six, and he'll cover that this week against the Bulldogs. He's going to be over nine hundred thousand next yeah. week. So, 
I'm more scared of selling these 900,000 guys um, and trying to find the money to get them back because I don't see him stopping. What's his lowest score? Well, that's what I was going to say to you. Like, while you have a look at that, like, he hasn't just 49, been... 49, and then he jumps straight to 69 after that. But that's, but that's what he was doing. 69. Like, he, he wasn't... He's not relying on attack this year, whereas last year he was, and the year before, I think he had uh, something like 12 tri- tries in 24 games. Like... He's been working. Let I mean, me read. I'll read you these last five weeks. 82, 84, 114, 100, 111. Pretty, yeah. I mean, that's that's some okay scores. Yeah, some pretty good scores. Not bad. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think he's a season-long hold, um, personally. Um, with KP's performance on the weekend, are we getting around Reese Walsh as a buy? Now, I know owners are probably selling with Origin, but uh, yeah, I think KP has got the Queensland fullback jersey on lock, and is Reese Walsh him? Well, I nearly vomited. Well, yeah, I mean, we're talking about, um, you know, if Tommy Turbo, um, you know, misses Origin, he's a, he's a solid 13 play. But when you've got a buy into the next round, you can choose, like in my case, I've got Gutho and Turbo. I'd be happy to cut one of them uh, for a Reese if he, if he misses Origin because. Um, he, he, we, we saw him do well against, um, poor teams and, and shit against, um, good teams. Um, but he's got so much attack in him that he's even done. Okay. Done well with the, the, the hard teams. So, um, in the fullback position over those, that buy period is particularly in round 14. Reese is probably right at the top of the pops of ones that could score big. Yeah. It's, um, his stocks have. Not four. I think KP's have absolutely risen. Uh, and he the, has a half decent game this week. I think um, what he's done in Origin before Ponga yeah. will probably get the get the run. I believe so. And the last point of the night are the Tigers, the new Supercoach Killers. Now, granted, Latrell Mitchell did score a ninety odd, but it took some round two Reese Walsh levels of junk in the last five minutes to get in there. Uh, I know many Captain Trell, I meant I know many Captain Walker. The Tigers looked pretty good defensively apart from that last five minutes. So are they the new Supercoach killers? I think we said this on the podcast uh, after the Tigers win against the, the the Panthers. If it looks too good to be true, it normally is. And mm. the Tigers are playing some some good defensive footy when it comes to Supercoach. Yeah. Um, look, I think it, when you're looking um, at... When you used to look at those games, and you're like, oh, I'll just throw a VC or a C on someone there. Even in these teams, whenever you pl- watch a, um, a Titans game, you're like, it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can target these ones where it's going to be 38 to 40. There's going to be a fuckload of points. Um, you know, I had a, on the punt last week, I won like three grand just on these high-scoring games, you know? Um, thank God that um, Carm Pereira scored. He was the one that got me the big 2K Man, I'm t- I'll tell you what, I'm fucking pissed I sold him what I did. I thought he capped out. <laughs> yeah, well, um, and so that's the thing. Um, yeah, maybe these matchups. And even these um, draws and schedules, like, oh, look at this run. They've got these hard teams. Um, you've got a team like the um, Tigers, who it seems like they'd be the easiest matchup, but they're not. They're defending They're well, also so. going to be very settled over the origin period. Like, they may lose Appy. May lose Appy and if if, if um, the Blues run running utility. But, like, apart from that, they're going to be pretty settled. Uh, I don't see the likes of Stafford Toa and Tommy Talao getting picked for Origin anytime soon, my friend. So they're going to be pretty settled over that Origin period too. Not saying go out and buy any of them, um, but maybe their matchups aren't as good on paper as what we once saw. Target, target guys. It's uh, where the former great man Isaiah Papali is on price. Uh, yeah. So in the chat, actually, oh, you can't see the live chat, but I've got it up here, and we're actually just we're actually discussing IPAP. Um, Two hundred fifty-three k. He's lost. He's five hundred seventy-seven thousand. I mean, he's averaging still... 57.9. So, like, we're talking about um, Lukey's, and he's not a whole lot more ex- expensive than him. 
Would you rather Lukey or IPAP? I don't think I'd take IPAP. Although, <laughs> what's he done this year? Has he had any good scores? Yeah, he had a good one last week. He had, he's had a couple. 55, I mean, and he's got a 70 in there. He's so safe. He's got such a good floor. You're never going to be... You're never going to lose his score. The, pro- the problem is, where the fuck does the attack come from? <laughs> yeah, we need 100. We need a try out of him. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, look, he's going to obviously miss the round 13. So, I mean, I don't know if people are prioritizing that move, but he's going to be there for round 14. Um... He's going to miss 17, but he'll be there. Oh, no. Yeah, but he'll be there for 18. So, I mean, could do a worse. Could do could worse. Do worse could, pick. Yeah. You could do worse and buy Helam Lukey. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, maybe we put a bet and then we'll say that Lukey outscores um, Hopgood for, for the next five weeks. All right. I'll, uh, yeah, sure. I'll take that. I think I got, I got, one, with, just... I got one with Supercoach Guns as well about um, Lemu Lemu averaging less than 60 from here to round 20. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll say... Um, what it will, I'll, I'll take you for a hundred bucks that over the next five weeks, Lukey averages at least within five points of. Um, oh, of that's good. that's a big rate. Make it three. three all right, three. three. For okay, that's fair. Ah. Easy. Um, buy, buy, hold, and sell. I played the little uh, sound bite, but we'll do it again. Uh, in the buy category, I have a couple. Um, obviously, no shocks that I'm going to be highlighting. The man with the minus sixty-two break even. Roosters prodigy, finally, after about three years of us waiting, it's uh, big bad William Smith. Yeah. Um, it's one of the things I got right this year. He's always been a talented footballer. I mean, I don't know how I the managed Roosters, to The Roosters, Roosters fucking fans, love him. I love him. Yeah. And look, admittedly, fuck, he looks, he looks great. When he, when he hasn't um, been injured, he's looked great. In, he looks a really great um, center. Uh, so look, uh, if he runs out this week and does... Oh look, he scored two eight. Even if he scores sixty this week, he scored. He makes a hundred k. Oh so, yeah, look, that's the thing. In, and on he's Twitter, not a buy player for round thirteen, but um, I reckon he's a strong play in most matchups because he looks like he's always getting involved. Let me pull up my Just tweet. I'll, I'll pull up my tweet that I posted today because there is two two parts of him. So Billy Smith, weird one because score the scores aren't sustainable. Like. Averaging seventy five points as a center, it's it's just not unless you're Campbell Graham, it's just understandable. But he is trying to make a boatload of cash. However, with people probably needing to pull back on trades over the next four to six weeks, the Roosters only play one major buy round. However, they do cover all the mini buy rounds. Is he a must have? Now I don't I don't think he's a must have, so to speak. But boy, he's looking like a very, very good prospect. Yeah, he he is to me. I think um look you know, you could probably make the same money in the front row for these dead players like Ben Murdoch, Masilla, and Moali. You make the same money. Um, the thing with oh, I'm seeing in the trade trends is people are selling um, CNK, and I reckon that those um, I know I know they're on the buy, but CNK has a really good floor. Um, he covers a lot of these real tough rounds. The, the Warriors cover the good tough rounds that I think are going to be harder than a lot of the other ones. The most. And- Skip that kind of move. I know you do make a bit of coin on it, I the, guess. The, but, mo- uh, the most popular trade this week is Joey Manu to Billy Smith. And I love Billy Smith as a trade, but I fucking hate that trade. Um, yeah. I mean, I prefer the Paul Alamotti, uh, the Paul Alamotti trade. I don't like the Jared Croker trade. I don't like the CNK trade. I do like the Taruva trade. I do like the uh, Max Fierge trade. So I think they're all better, but not Manu. And we'll, we'll touch on him shortly. But you mentioned you can get similar prices uh, from the front row. And one of them is Harrison Edwards from the canterbury Brankstown Bulldogs. Now, I've got him as a buy as well. Um, I mean, yeah, he's just playing big minutes at lock. I mean, he's just looking really, really good. Looks like a genuine 13. I mean, hell, he's moved. they've moved RFM to the bench, and he's meant to be the club captain. So it shows you that they must rate him highly. I mean, they've plucked these guys out of nowhere. I mean, uh, Max King was an outcast by the Storm. 
Uh, didn't work out at the Titans and then came in and played some really good footy last year. Jacob Preston, I think he was a Roosters boy from memory uh, and they picked him up from there and they've just earthed this this other kid, this Harrison Edwards. Like, I don't know anything about him, but man, like he looks good. <laughs> he looks really good. He does look good. And the, the thing is, is that he might be a short-term ride because, you know, the Bulldogs are a bit patchy and sometimes players like Lomax for the Dragons get the butt blame just because he missed a few goals, you know, and they put him on the wrong side for his whole, that he's played his whole career Classic off, hook. You know? Classic um, so hook, yeah, Griffin. People get the blame sometimes. And look, um, while the minutes are good, it's, it looks like too good to be true. <laughs> um, but the, if you get him in this week, he's probably going to make 100K. So That's the thing. Like, I'm just looking just at go, that. Okay, like, it, yeah. it blew up in my face and he dropped down to 20-minute benchy straight after that but you're like well we we price a trade at 100k and he's going to make more um it sucks that we didn't get him from 200k but he's going to make more in one week than mawali and ben murdoch masilla have made over for the first 10 weeks um okay so i just quickly counted i have made five trades on bulldogs front row forwards uh one for max (laughs) king to be brought in one for him to be taken out one for tpj to be brought in one for him to be taken out, and now one for Harris Davis to come in. That's five Bulldogs front row forwards trades. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, in, yeah. in, in, in combination with having Paul Alamotti, I started with him, um, hmm. started with Preston, and then we bought in Reid Marnie. So I've used about nine trades on Bulldogs. Players. You see, like, you're a fucking Bulldogs tragic. I am actually um, Gus Gould. <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple. I mean, I had Preston, I had Alamotti. Obviously, they were um, cheapies that we wanted. Um and look, I've just like I'm like I've never heard of the bike, but fuck, he looks good. He looks um really good. He does. <laughs> so he does. Get him in. I'll say uh, I'll make hundred k off at minimum, and just trading out either Ben Murdoch, Masilla, or Mawali is going to feel really nice. I think also that's the route I'm going down to. I was looking at trading Hosking, but I'm just like ah fuck, I'll just ride it for one more week. Um, someone who is poised to that someone that is looking very good in a very very poor poor side is uh, is Ruben Garrick, who is just shitting points for fun. Hmm. I, I mean, he, last week he was the only one in there breaking tackles. I mean, it was a milestone game. But, um, look, he's going to come up against a hard draw soon. Do you, do you honestly think when if Turbo does get picked for Origin, they're going to put uh, Gary? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. It didn't work with weeks. No, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't I work. Think, look, Garrick's a finish the year bloke. He, he is an accumulator of points. He breaks tackles. He's a good try scorer. He's a good goal kicker. Um, and whilst a lot of them look like they're not putting in, Garrick always looks like he's putting in effort. So um, I think he's a piece of your final team for the rest of the year. I think his break evens like five now as well. So you've got to pull the trigger. Um, the chat has just alluded to me as well. I also owned Ryan Sutton as well, Ado. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so six trades on Bulldogs front records are uh, in the chat as well. This might get you hot and heavy under the collar. Um, Jack Kaseki is Hila Luki, but with base at 100k cheaper. <laughs> I, I'm never. I, I, I'm like I don't. I'd rather go down in flames than buy with Jack. a lane and a fucking Luki than pick that fucking belly. Hey, didn't, no, didn't, no, didn't, um, didn't Gosweski? Didn't he's never been any good. But I mean, I was listening to the coach, and he's like, "Oh no, he's he's great, and he's actually playing pretty." Didn't well. Timmy, didn't Timmy Moody own him in his in his uh, in 21? Yeah, he's weird. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, love that. Love that. I can't bring myself to own the gauze. The gauze. Um, I can't own the gauze, and oh. I'm, but I'm not going to own Lukey now either. Surely, uh, when um, Nanai comes back next week, the gauze is done. They're not going to drop Lukey. Gauze think, is done. I think Luciano's back shortly soon as well. Worth noting. Hmm. So uh, I think it's been good for people who took an ugly punt on Goz. He's kind of like um, Hutchinson. He just keeps falling out backward into a good role. The coach likes him for some reason. But um, you've got Nanai to come back. You've got, um, what's his name, to come back as Luch. well? Piano. Yeah. So um, I'm not getting the Goz. No. Um, okay, let's let's touch on holds. Uh, first one I've got is Joey Manu. I think pretty obvious. I mean, he's one of the best center wings in the game when he's at his best. I mean, only going to miss two weeks. Really, he's only going to miss a week because I'm sure a lot of people that have him weren't planning on selling him in round 13. So yeah. really, you've lost him for a week. Uh, he does have the 5'8 duel as well, which I think has his stock you know, much higher than what it was two weeks ago. Absolutely. I mean, I might have a dill bags that could get converted oh. to a monster. A monster and Manu oh. in your 5'8 could be delicious. Talk to uh, me. Look, and everyone's bringing in Billy Smith this week, and I reckon he's a solid he's a solid as play this week. Um, so just sit your Manu. And you're all bringing in um, Billy Smith because he's going to go up massively in price and he's scoring well. I think he'll score well again this week. It's a good matchup. I think um, that halves, oh, I said, I think that halves is going to go better than a lot of, it's going to be more settled than a lot of the others. Um, and I reckon that Billy Smith's a strong play this week. Hold Manu. I've can. also got chance as a hold. Now we alluded to this before, but like, if you were going to trade him, you trade him last week. You don't trade, don't trade him yeah. this week. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, he was on the buy. Sure, sure you it. knew Just, he was on the buy. Yeah, you knew he was on the buy. Um, and look, I mean, how many how many warriors have people got? Probably Tohu, Ford, um, you know, maybe yeah. I mean, all like me, um, Willie Willie Army, <laughs> who's still kicking. He's still kicking in Fucking your team. Hell, he's got the worst injury ever. He's not even making it into their squad. He uh, he, he gives me big Violea vibes from last year. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Chan, Chan's the whole, you know, around 13 by coverage. Uh, look, I just looked, um, when I was looking at the cells, I looked at Chan's, I just looked up the Warriors run of games and the games that cover buys and, and, uh, and the game post buy the round after, um, and they give really good coverage. So, um, I would be trying to find ways to hold Chan's and I, I reckon he, the Warriors players are valuable pieces in the, the upcoming rounds. So I think of someone else for a sell. Yeah, uh, and one of them isn't Turbo for me. Now, if you own Turbo uh, with his form, like his Supercoach form's still been okay. It uh, hasn't been amazing, but it hasn't been bad. Um, and with his, you know, question marks over Origin. Now, he could easily become a sell next week. If he's named for Origin, he's out for two weeks, so he's a sell. But for now, I'm still holding him with the on the premise that he's not going to get picked for Origin. If he does, then we'll cross that bridge next week when we come to it. However, I'm probably just going to hold him and play him this week against the Raiders. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, look... If we haven't seen, we've seen a couple of hundreds from Tommy Turbo this year. And when I'm watching him, I'm like, there's no way he's getting to 100. I couldn't understand how he got to 80 last week. Well, not last week, the week before. Um, but if you were selling Turbo now, you'd be going to Latrell probably. Um, yeah. I mean, unless you drop a, unless you drop like a Taruva back to fullback. Yeah. And what center wing is everyone bringing in? Billy Smith's? I, I just don't reckon you. Um, if Turbo is available for round 13, I think he's going to be a scary watch. Uh, and you sell him this week um, and he's not picked for origin, you're going to want to probably get him back in, whereas we can do it the other way. We can go, oh, Turbo is picked for origin. 
um, I'll grab Reese Walsh because he's missed. You know, we get a better, we get move our pieces in the right time frame. Selling him this week, I think, is against the Raiders, where I think he could have some joy. I just don't see like how he's going to have any joy because he looks lame. But um, I bet you he'll score well against the Raiders this week. Hopefully, I'm going to be playing him. Um, one person that I probably can't sell is Teddy just yet. I know that I've, I've shit canned him, but. Fuck, he's playing the Dragons this week, and, you know, he needs to step up. Like, this is D-Day for Teddy. Uh, if he's not getting 80-plus this week, then I'm just, I'm done with him. But if you own him, surely you're holding him out. He's, you know, he's 550K. Yeah, I mean, you know. Jesus Christ. It's unbelievable that he's that cheap. Um, You know, I mean, you'd be so tempted to bring him in if you thought that they were going to get any better. Um. Look, I, I said I think the Roosters are going to do better this week with that um, halves matchup. I'm just trying to look at where he sits on for averages this year. Teddy. Uh, yeah, Seb, behind Dellen with Teddy Zelesniak for he, averages. I think, he's, I think he's still behind Seb Chris as well. Yeah, he's behind uh, Bula, Chance, Drink Water, Trap Water, and Trap Water had a fucking minus three score or some shit. Hey, Perham, we thought he looked like he was a no. Oh, I can't believe all these people. Everyone's like, Tom Turbo's going like a buster. Well, he's averaging 67. Teddy's... Turbo's averaging 50. Teddy, Teddy's not good right now. He's just... I just... I don't think that his form is being criticised as much as it needs. I feel like people just have, like, this sentimental, like, oh, yeah, no, it's Teddy. It's Teddy. Yay, it's Teddy. He's fucking shit right now. Like, he just, he's so... Don't be surprised if he comes out and puts on, like, 130 this week against the Dragon yeah, side. Well, that's right. And you deserve it if, you're, if you've held on to him. Oh, well done. If you've written this out, then week, well, well done. You've watched him lose 300k. You know, I'm talking to you, last... Mark Barnes. If you held him and he goes well, then well done to you. Over the last two weeks, he's, uh, you know, last week and the week before, he scored what um, Latrell scored last week in one of his milder games. Um, but yeah, it's been a rough old ride. Teddy's top score of the year is a seventy-five. Fuck. And and, and then you drop straight down to a sixty-one. That, that was his average last year. Like yeah. Um. So look. Um. Oh, I'm just holding him because once someone loses so much value, you're just saying um, there is going to be a game where Teddy goes large, and I think against this, it has to be this uh, game. It has to gotta be this game. game. I mean, if I was because um, you're going to obviously Captain Hines. If you own Teddy. Or is that they played before them? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but I think, I think t- Teddy could be worth a worth a captain this year this week, which yeah, is fucking wonderful. Nice. I mean, if they play before the, your captain, but or I'd get a slice of Latrell yeah. or, or Cody as well. But um, yeah, I reckon Teddy's going to go. I'm going to call it hundred plus for Teddy this I'm week. All, I'm also call, I will I will double down with you because I'm also feeling a Teddy hundred plus as well yeah, after after not scoring more than seventy five. Uh, yep. The last one, really quickly, we touched on him last week, Jackson Ford. Uh, I feel like if you didn't sell last week, then you just hold through and then assess next week. Um, really, Meet really quick. One. Yeah, really, really quick one there. Round 13, round 14 cover, which is nice. Um, in the cells, I have Hosking and Alamotti listed, but sort of looking at them, Hosking, I'm, I, I can understand holding just for a week. And Alamotti has a 19 break even. Yeah. He, he can be a, a fine hold, I, I guess. He scored 50s last week. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do the round recap. As we've alluded to already, uh, I finished up with a 1240. Um, few stinkers in Manu. Uh, there was another one that really shit the bed. I can't remember who, but someone. And uh, a few highlights for Fida. Val Holmes went well. Captain Nico, that was nice. Um, that actually saw me lose about 50 spots. So I'm down to 1669th. Nice. However, still in the top 1%. So that's cool. Um, but I'm really prepping for, for next week. I hopefully should be making some good moves next week, and so should you. 
Yeah, well, that's what I'm sort of centering my thoughts around. I got a 12.39 and, um, you Fuck know. you, Sock. You couldn't even outscore me. You're so shit. 12.39, yeah. you're so shit, man. I scored one <laughs> point less than you and I own fucking Manu and Lane. So go and fuck yourself. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I, and in light of that, I couldn't really be upset because I was just like, I, I won seven out of 10 of my leagues. I mean, mate, that so- was me too. I literally looked out on Sunday night. I was like, I've won nine out of my 10 matchups and the other one I lost by like six points. And I looked in the Podmasters because I gen like people that follow my socials know that I do like the round recap um, every week. I do like the oh, SC God score decent below par, whatever. Mm. I get all those numbers generally from the uh, from the Podmasters group, and like we're ranked yeah. like we're ranked like tenth, so we, we're a good league, yeah, it's a strong league. Yeah, it's and I was like the third top scorer in that, and I still lost fucking rank. Yeah, um, so I was surprised. I thought twelve fifty was probably pass. So I look, I, I don't know what I lost a couple, not not a handful, but I was surprised. With a twelve thirty nine, based on what I had won in the leagues, um, yeah, Lane and Manu stung. Uh, I um, also played um, Jared Croker, um, and you know he didn't get a try, so you know because he scored okay and he's a good goal kicker, but um, you know they were they were the downsides really. And obviously Tommy Turbo, I needed him just to go out and score a sixty, and I would have won all me bloody leagues. But um, I was just like. To do a tackle break. Turbo. I was, tackle I was, break. I was waiting. I was waiting for that um try assist to Gary to get updated because it was like the tap on from Burbo. I was like, give it, I want it. I was like, that's got to be Turbo's. But I mean, hey, that was a pretty slick tap on there by Burbo. Yeah, so, well, nice. um, yeah. So those are the bad scores in there. AJ, I mean, he's right for the picking now. He only scored a forty last week. Um, and he's bottomed out, ready for people to snafu him. Yeah, a- um, AJ has. Uh, AJ has my name written all over it next week. And look, um, so for me, losing Lane and Manu, I'm going to choose to hold Manu because I think he'll be back for 14. Lane's a real fucking knife in my back. And it's one I've just got to wear on the chin because I've got, I got too fucking clever for my own good and going him instead of Hopgood. Um, so sometimes you just get what you deserve. <laughs> and I've got that. So, But it is a real, um, you know, because essentially I would have had an extra buy player for all three major buys. Um that I lose now and I've got to choose whether I want to replace it with someone who covers three buys or look in a different direction. So it's just had to make me think a little bit now about how I play the rounds forward. But like you, um, I really have got a big mind's eye, not just about round 13, about 14 too, and about the next buy and the, and the game, the round after that, I've looked at how long the backups are for origin after origin, who I think is going to back up and who's not. So I feel like these next few weeks, that 6,000 I'm in now or whatever I am, uh, hopefully it goes up to sort of the top. One thing, one thing I didn't realize. I'm a super coach up here. One thing I didn't realize in our teamless Tuesday news. Uh, I have a random green dot next to Josh Hughes's name. Uh, I forgot about him. Wow, he's back. <laughs> he's back. I'm just looking at my team now. I was just making my trades. And I was like, oh shit, Hughes is back. So that's another another number. Um, before after after trades this week and before you trades next week, how many are you sitting on for thirteen? Um, and should I should we include Turbo in in our thirteen count or not? Um, look, I'm not going to count him, but I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to be happy with it. Um, if he, if he is. All right. So if Turbo's not, if Turbo is playing Origin, um, I have one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, uh, with plans on Tohu and AJ next week. Um, that would take me to 13, which is nice. Yeah. I've got 15. Um, who are you and- one, who are you two that are likely to drop out? Oh, uh, well, I mean, Moali. <laughs> uh, I've got Couchman and, and Murdoch Masilla as well. So, you know. So, realistically, you're probably playing with 12. With 12. 
I probably got 12, before 12 to score, maybe trades. 13 because I've still got Lane in there. I haven't done the move that I'm going to do with him. So I'm going to obviously go to the, him, go to him to someone who's going to probably play round 13. And I'm not counting Be- Willie Army. Oh boy. Who will be available if he gets picked, but I'm not going to hold me breath, am I? Now, how are you looking for 14, most importantly? Because I'm going to have Hopgood, Schuster, Brown, Garrick, and Turbo out. That's five. I'm not going to count Miller because I am definitely selling him in round 14. So I'm going to be having five out, which mm. I, I think is actually not too bad. All right. Well, look, I've got, I'm going to have Maddo. And if I go Hopgood, that'll be two. Uh, I've got Schuster. I've got Dillbags. You got you even got Dillbags? I have Dillbags. I counted Dillbags. Yeah. Um, I'm going to lose Garrick. That's five. I'm going to lose Gutho. <laughs> That's six. Uh, Turbo? Turbo, seven. <laughs> Fuck. Struggle Street. Um, no, yeah. so look, yeah, well, look, that that is seven. So that's why I'm sort of leaning away from, I'm try- Eels, oh, that's why I'm yeah. trying to find someone that's not a, um eel. Do you have Jack the Felon? Yeah, I've got Jack the Felon. Do you have uh, Fenua Tri-Scoring Hero Blake? No, I don't. Oh, he could be a shout. Do you have, you don't have Tohu either? No. Oh. That's the thing I could do. I could just go this week and grab Edwards. And grab Tane uh, Mill. And just hold right? Lane this week and, and get him to Tohu next week. Yeah, and, and grab uh, Tane Mill as well. Yeah, grab Tane. Yeah. Big shout. Big, big shout. <laughs> Tane, Sorensen, may as well get Luai there too. Deal bags out. And grab everyone who top scored last week. What That's I, what I want you to do. I know you're, you're tossing up your Sean Lane trade. Why don't you just use the really well-built uh, trade assist feature on Southern the Supercoach chat, mate? Uh-huh. Yeah, all right. Let's, let's trade what is it gonna, what, is, what is the trade? What is it going to give you? Trade assist is going... I'm going to pick you... Uh, I'm just doing it now. Let's see. Uh, they reckon I should get um, Sean Lane out to Taware. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> the check's out. Good. What the fuck is you, this thing? You're gonna bank, you're gonna bank like 400k and not use it. Yeah, I'm gonna bank 400k picking a player who's not selected. Love it. I love I love trade assist. Trade assist is the best. Um, let's uh let's do some trade talk before we finish up. Uh, we have got a couple of questions, but this one's gone long enough as it is. Yep. Uh, I'm I've written down here Taruva and Hosking to Smith and Edwards, but I'm probably gonna do Taruva and Ben Medoknasilla. To, yep. to to Smith and Edwards. I mean, I've got really good center wings. I mean, I've got Lockie Miller, who I'm not selling for round 13. I have Val, who I'm just going to keep. I've got Ryan Toho, who, yeah, could be could be a sell. I've got Ruben Garrick, who I'm not selling. I've got Joe Manu, who I'm not selling. I've got Jared Croker, who plays around 13. And then I had Taruva. So it's like, he seems like the odd one out. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the trades. Uh, I think they're just sort of, you know, forward-moving ones. I think that that probably leans me towards... Maybe not getting Hopgood because I'm going to be fucked in round 14. Um, you know, uh, and look, but there's a very good possibility that I sell Turbo as well because even if he plays, I'll hold him for round 13 and he'll be someone I'll trade out on 14, probably to Walsh. Oh, really? You, you know, if, if if he isn't picked for Origin, you're not going to hold him through? You're going to trade him out? Well, because, you know, I mean, I'm going to have Gutho and him in round 14. Um, and, and also because I've got so many out in round 14, if I go Hopgood, I've got to pick which ones I'm going to sell. Um yeah, so I don't know. I've got, I've got things are up in the air, but I think that for me, trades wise this week, it's probably going to be just getting rid of a Ben Murdoch Basilla or a Moali. I mean, um, out to Edwards, and I'll, I'll probably just go to Tohu. Mate, you know what? I, I like those um, Warriors over the um, break. You know what? I could sell Turbo in round fourteen too. I mean, he plays the Knights in round thirteen, which is nice if he doesn't play Origin. Then plays the Dolphins at Four Pines Park. Then plays Parramatta, Melbourne, Roosters, Cowboys. 
sharks. Mm. Uh, and then has a nice game against the dragons and then goes into the roosters, panthers, warriors. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, selling turbo is a possibility. I mean, look after origin, if I can find the money, I wouldn't love to run home with Latrell. you know? So yeah, that's actually um, really tasty. Like Miller, like Miller and turbo to someone. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could really deal with the fucking boost right about now. <laughs> uh, yeah, boost would be like, you were like, oh, fuck the boost. Oh, I, 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 I also stand by my fuck the boost statement, but uh, it would be nice to be able to like do a three for two. Like a, mm, like a, like a, be. like a three, three, three guns that have topped out. Yeah, so for I think like... I'm actually going to show some restraint this week because my numbers for round 13 are really good. I've got to probably stave off Manly, Newcastle and, and Parramatta Eels because of my round 14 um, numbers. So I might just do, um, bring in Edwards this week and, and piss off one of these Moali, um, Ben Murdoch, Masillas. And next week I'll just go lane to Tohu. I think our trades. So I've got, after this round, I've got 22 trades left. And there is, mm. and there is. So that's that's basically eleven rounds. So that would see me tap out at round twenty three if I max traded throughout, um, and that leaves me with four rounds without trades, which ideally not great. I kind of want to have two, um, but I'm just sort of now focusing on like round sixteen and round nineteen numbers, and then after that, man, I kind of don't really want to be making any moves. Like I've, I kind of want to have an okay squad built in round twenty that I can just make like matchup sort of trades each week. Uh, like like a one yeah. trade type we, thing. We've looked forward towards all of these buys and all these games. That's after why I'm the targeting so guys of... like Ronaldo and and stuff like that. Like guys that cover sixteen and nineteen. I can kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. So for me, when I over this round, hopefully I'm only yeah I could do this week and make one trade because um, I want I, I might as well have Tohu and then I'll have Tapani, Debell and Tohu Gil. Oh, if I hold Gilbert, I think he's probably going to go off to Origin. Um, but you know I'll have some guys down who with duality in the second row, which is pretty handy. Um, and I like those Warriors and what they cover over the buyers. So I'll save a trade this week and stay at, you know, the 23. Um, and, you know, I'm, I won't be getting another Eel, Eels player. And I'm probably, when, I'll only have to do sort of singular trades just is, bringing in who is I Har- want. Is Harrison Edwards a luxury trade or is he a must-have? I think he's a luxury trade. Um, if you didn't have such shit pieces, I mean, we've got to accept that Moali and Ben Murdoch were they fucking them. Hey, the I have, shit. I'll tell you who I have. I In my front row forward, I never thought I'd say this. But I've got Lindsay Smith, who's maybe 90K and has an, yeah. has an 11 break even this week, and he's been fine. Like I've, mm. I've actually been okay, like like relatively okay with him. In the last couple of weeks, he's gone 38, 52, 38. So he's, like, he's been okay. I mean, look, if Edwards can just, if he just keeps being being picked at lock and he averages 40, that's going to be 12 better than Ben Murdoch, Masilla and, and Moali. You know, so... Yeah, it also, is a luxury also, trade. If, if um, Harrison, he's not a buy player, but well, if he if he holds his spot, the Bulldogs cover round sixteen and round nineteen as well. Yes, yeah, so he will noting. have some coverage for you there. He's right on three three hundred thousand now. If you bring him in this week, a Mowali is going to stay at um, three hundred thousand. Whereas if you do that move to Edwards, which saves you three hundred k, you make a hundred thousand dollars off that trade. Oh, by the way, now that you reminded me, um, if you have Latrell, Cody, and the likes, keep some trades up your sleeve because Souths are out round 26, which mm. is most of your grand final head-to-head weeks as well. And you don't yeah. want to be having Luttrell and Cody on the bench. Like, you don't want to be having two million bucks on the bench. So, um, yeah, just just worth noting there. Um, captaincy calls, mate. What are you thinking this week? I haven't done a big write-up on it. Uh, I think I'm just going to be sticking with Nico as the as the captain, Indigenous round. Um, yeah. However, though, up. however though, I am terrified of the Bunnies because they always seem to fucking pull it out in, in Indigenous round. 
Well, they do. I mean, if I had a Latrell or a Cody, they would be having a VC on them for sure. And if you're doing your multis, put down Cody and Latrell. Cody, Latrell, AJ, Cody, all three of them. All three of, all three of them try scorers. Uh, and go and throw yourself a Kaloa Matangi in there and you're fucking laughing. What are we thinking reckon, about? Uh, the, what are we thinking about Billy Smith VC this week? Second game of the round. Uh, there's no really. I mean, I can't VC. I can't VC any pan unless I VC Brian Toro. Yeah. I can't VC a Panthers player because I'm captaining Nico, and the only Panthers player that I want to VC is. I mean, I could VC Hosking. I could VC Toro. I could VC Billy Smith. I don't have anyone in <laughs> Parramatta that I want to VC. So I could just go really punty with my VC this week. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, I'm going to go either AJ hoping that he bags a three three try. You know, affair. What, what are you going to take? What are you going to ta- What are you What are you going to take? Knowing that uh, Nico plays the Knights um, in in, a, in a, a Knights side that conceded 26 points to the Titans in Shark Park. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, sorry, it's at Coffs Harbour, not Shark Park. It's, it's Coffs Harbour. Park, yes. Uh, look, I'd take one. It's probably 130, 140. I mean, the scary scary thing is he did 100 last week. He had one try assist and that was about it. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, and when you've got such a safe pick in um, Hines, you really need a monster score um, out of these one of these others to make it worthwhile. And it really needs to even, 130 is not even enough when you throw it into the loop calculator on what Nico or his normal Not when you have Couchman or BMM or like, or or Mawali. No, it's because they're just such low scorers. Yeah. yeah, so look, I'm just gonna. I'm not. There's nothing that's gonna make me not go off. Um, off uh, Hines, huh? Off Nico. Yeah, I'm gonna go on Nico, and I'll probably just go a real sort of speculative, maybe on Billy Smith or um, you know, uh, Johnston. Hope he gets a five try effort, and gets to 150 or something, you know, and then I can loop. Couple of trade questions, a couple of round questions, and then we'll finish up with our tips. I also have a bone to pick with you with your tips as well, and we'll get to that. Uh, Will, yeah. Will Tosh, Will Tosh, the Rabbitohs play uh, six to seven games between round 13 and 19 and two of the three major buy rounds uh, with a very, very easy schedule. Is Alex Johnston or Tane Milne an option? Uh, yeah, I'm really keen on AJ. I didn't get him last week because I couldn't make the money work. I'm kind of glad that I didn't. Um, I'm also petrified about not owning him this week. However, next week, absolutely. Uh, I'm absolutely all over him. Yeah, I don't mind um, grabbing a f- you know a few of them. I think that Graham's obviously going to go off to Origin. D- does that um, hinder? Does that hinder Tane Milne? with no Latrell as well? So you expect Cody just to be sort of more left side dominant? Yeah, I think they're going to be a bit more left side do- dominant. So I would probably be grabbing AJ. Yeah, no. Also, uh, hoping I'm for keen. those multiple tries. Yeah, um, yeah. You know? I'm I'm keen. Um, Isaac asks, what are we doing with our Parramatta players after round 13, as they have the buy in round 14, Manly and the Knights too? Now, I think you need to separate who your keepers and who you're not. Like, if you're just picking up Parramatta players for the sake of covering the buy, this is why I personally didn't buy Clint Gutherson, because I'm like, I don't really want to bring him in and trade him out, because I don't see him as a season-long keeper. However, Dylan... Averaging 72, mate. He's doing better than a lot of other fullbacks. To be fair, he is. Uh, however, I do see Dylan Brown as a season-long keeper. I do see Jermaine Hopgood as probably a season-long keeper, or... At least a keeper for the next ten weeks with with Sean Lane out, um, but yeah, I mean you got to weigh up. So like Lockie Miller for me in the Knights, I don't see him as a season long keeper, so I'm happy to to flick him on. Garrick, I'm happy to hold. Like these, like some of them, you do just have to understand you're biting the bullet and copying a shit score in round fourteen because you're you're saving your team. Like you want Garrick in your team, you want Dylan Brown in your team. Is it really worth four trades to trade them out and then to trade them back in? 
Like I don't, I just don't, yeah, well, I don't think so. You got to. I mean, I look at them and I go, um, of those players, who do I? Who am I willing to let go of? And, and Gutho and Turbo are probably in the box of ones I'm willing to let go. I really think um, Maddo. I don't know if he's going to make Origin, but and even off the bench, he's a, a bit of a weapon. Um, I'm going to hold him. Uh, look, I wish I'd have gone Hopgood instead of Lane, but I'm I'm probably going to have to pass him again now because um, I'm going to have no no opportunities. I, I'm going to hold Brown as yeah. well because if it's, it's going to be Brown or Munster that you want as your main piece in the five eight position, I think. Um, so I'm not going to get rid of him. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hold Garrick. I think he's a more valuable piece than Turbo this year, just because he's healthy. Um, yeah. So, and I've got Schuster in there as well. I'm finally going to get some games out of finally. him. Finally, yeah. So, um, you've got to think of the ones you're willing to move on. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. The last question here comes from Gadbras asks: With Kolomatangi due back in around fourteen or fifteen. Could he be a must-have over Origin? Missing out on selection, you would expect so. Um, South play, basically, they play round 14 through 21, uh, and they miss round 16 and round 20, 16 being a major buy round, so half the, half the rounds out, and they miss 20 with a standalone. Um, Colin is a weird one because he was absolutely ripping and tearing before his injury. You're banking on a guy to come back from a, from a pretty major injury and just basically hit the ground running. Uh, we're not getting at a massive discount of price, although if he does miss out on selection altogether, um, yeah, I also feel like New South Wales could go down 1-0 in the series and then like they rush him in, considering his form beforehand. Because apart from Hudson Young, no real back row has really lit it up. Um Hamola's oh, been rubbish. Yeah, Hamola um, Olakowatu is just sort of like Frizzell even getting a run. I mean, Frizzell's been good. Frizzell's been, been good. good. I've seen some people have Crichton in their teams. I'm just like, I, I haven't seen it from Crichton to warrant picking. I, I just, yeah, Kulamatangi is a weird one. I'm probably going to let it go through to the keeper until I can see some more, but... I yeah, will I mean, too. And I mean, you know, he... he when they're so left-side centric, you know, um, and, and that's the thing too, because you're going to have Latrell... Uh, off to origin and they probably will be back to the old going left a lot more. Uh, and AJ's bottomed out. So you, you figure he's just going to get a bag of tries, but they are going right more. So there's a bit more on for the right. And, that, and naturally that's a little bit less for the less left. All right, let's quickly do our tips. I got a bone to pick with you because yeah. on this podcast last week, you, yeah. you would, you tipped against the milk. I did tip against the and milk. And then I, I fucking opened my ESPN app. I opened my fucking week. I know. You're a dog. <laughs> I well look officially for our scores. It counts. I, I tipped live on the show. I tipped um, Paramount. No, Hills. because I, I use I use the ESPN to calculate the scores. Oh, you fucking oh, fucked it. Um, I, well, but, why can't I change my mind? You can. I, I you can, can. You can. You you bet. Yeah, you tipped the round. You tipped the round last week. Um, so well, uh, hang on. Perfect week. Tipped the round last week. Um, the only difference is is that you... I think I had the Bulldogs. I don't know why against the 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 Raiders, but not the Raiders, against the, the Warriors. And then I also took the milk over... What are they called? The Eels. And then you changed to the to the milk. What cha- what what was the change? Um, I was... I, I knew it was a... T- I always knew it was a tough road trip. And I kind of... I, I go, if I tip him, just the... If there's a God up there, he fucking hates me. So if I tip the Raiders, they're not going to win, and I want this run to keep going. So I'll sacrifice a tip to do it. And I was talking to one of my Parabatic Eels fans. He's like, fuck, we're shit. No Moses in there. We're fucked. You're going to fucking roll us. And just he, he was like, I'm tipping the milk. I'll, I'll, if, if, the the milk, milk. if the milk lose, I'll pay you 50 bucks. He was so convinced Sweet. that I was going to get um, pumped. And I was like, all right, I want to just ride the positivity. Let's change it to the Raiders. 
And yeah. everyone was just calling me mad for saying, they're like, Parabat is busted, it man. Was, and uh, it was player, so. every, every favorite one. So anyone that doesn't follow me on Twitter each week, I, I put $100 of my own money on every NRL underdog and I sort of track it through the season. Um, before last week, I was up $1,300. Um, every favorite won this week. So I lost 800 bucks and the tally's back down to 500. But this week is on to a new week. Uh, yeah, the, the score updates, uh, because you tipped a perfect round, you got an extra two points. So you're now eight tips clear of me, which is... I'm fucking rolling you. You are. Um, Dragons, war- uh, oh no, I was going to say Dragons, Warriors, but I'm pretty sure the Dragons, uh, the Warriors had the bye. Uh, round 12, the Broncos, Penrith, I'm going to take Penrith here. Yeah, I'm going to take Penrith too. I Up think the trajectories um, are going in different directions. Um, Broncos down and the Panthers mm. up. No Adam Reynolds. Um, Adam Reynolds is a big loss. I huge think he's loss. responsible for a lot of their wins. Huge loss. Huge, huge loss. Uh, the hookless Dragons up against the, the, the Manuless Roosters. I'm, I've got to back my Teddy 100 plus and uh, yeah, I'm going to go the Roosters. Yeah, and I think that they've got actually, a, you know, it's a, no, a bit more no frills, the old halves combination, but I think it's going to work. Um, so I'm going to tip the uh, Roosters in this one as well. Although so often when a coach gets punted, the team goes out and performs really well the next week. But I think that half the team liked Hook, didn't they? Uh, if half the team is Ben Hunt, then yes. Um, the, the Rabbitohs up against the Eels. This one's at Alliance. I'm going to take the Rabbitohs here. Yes, I will too. <sighs> Grand finals played this weekend. Bunnies Panthers rematch. Who wins? I reckon, um, the, we, we were saying last year, I, I thought that Parramatta had all the tools to be able to beat Penrith, uh, you know, player for player. And I just think, um, when South are playing at their best, nobody can run with them. I think, um, they, they've gone forward this year and looked better. Um, and I think they've gone, because they have lost some players, admittedly. That's, they're a victim of their own success. But they're still going to be, um, they're, they're time their run perfectly. They've become professionals at it. My biggest worry is that the buddies are peaking too early. Yeah, they tend to, they tend to do this. They seem if, to... if it was on right now, I'd tip the buddies. Yeah, but 100%. I just hope they time their run and they stay injury-free. I reckon this year, um, if Penrith sort of warm up like they've been, they, they do... Uh, and the bunnies hold their form. I can't. Oh, if it's that, that's the grand final. I, I'd like to see. Sharks, Knights. I'm taking the Sharkies in this one. Uh yeah, I'll take the Sharks. Um, but I'm. This is one I reckon that could be a bit of a danger game. I uh, tipped the Knights last week. The Sharks haven't looked good, have they? No, they haven't looked great. Um, you know, the Knights are plucky and they're sort of resilient in a way. Um, uh, Pong is sort of wants obviously his Origin jersey. Miller's a trier out the back. Um, Hastings, you know, they, they've got the sort of nuts and bolts. of They're just inconsistent. But, uh, yeah, I haven't exactly loved everything. The Shark Tank is pretty good um, money there at $3.45. Because remember, it's not at Shark Park. No, it's in, it's, Shark, it's in uh, the glorious uh, town of Coffs Harbour. Um, in, at Leichhardt. Leichhardt on a Saturday afternoon. The Tigers yeah. up against the Cowboys. Upset? Well, I mean, I, I have I'm flagged last game as one where I could see an upset, uh, and in this game, I just reckon they. I mean, you can see on 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 the pricing they're giving for it. Um, the West Tigers that playing there, I think that that brings them back a lot closer together. I'm going to tip the um, the Cowboys because I think that they're getting better um, week after week. They're starting to warm up, aren't they? They are. Um, they I. Uh, I think we'll have the same tips for everything else. I'll take the Tigers. Um, the Finns. The Finns up against the Storm at Suncorp. Well, it's basically a home game for the Storm, isn't it? They love playing up there. I'm going to tip the Storm. As will I. 
And a really good game here. Really good game. Bulldogs and the Titans. Mm. I'm going to take... I don't know why this is... I don't know why this is close. I thought this the, the, the prices would be a bit different here, but the Titans are the $1.77 favourites. I'm going to take them. Yeah, I want to take them too because, until, I, I mean, they got a loss last week and I called it um, against, the you know, the Knights at home. Um, but I think that they've improved this year, the Titans, where I think after I lost the week before, I think that they're coming out a lot um, stronger the next week. Um, God, the Bulldogs need a win though, don't they? So, Does Cameron Serrato ever face criticism or does he get a pass with the injuries? Uh, look, they've had a horrific uh, injury toll. Um, I think he's blooded some really good... Pl- I mean, Preston's been a revelation. Yeah, that, that really good, good young up-and-comer, uh, uh, Josh Reynolds. Yeah, he's... he's... And Josh Reynolds. <laughs> well, they've got Oluwapu there in there this week, which is um, good. Yeah, look, it's his first year as a, um, you know, as an NRL coach. Not everyone can be Craig Fitzgibbon, I guess, in their first year. Yeah, they're in a transition um, year. Well, yeah, but they just burn out in straight sets. So how's that worse? You know, like... How's that better? Yeah, oh, true, maybe true. They made finals, I guess. So all the dogs fans would be happy if they made the finals. So yeah, give him another year. I mean, what's um, Brad Arthur's excuse, matey? They made the grand final last year. Uh, mate, are you, are you are, are you scared about a four o'clock Sunday kickoff against Manly? Um, no. I mean, look, it's it's, it's definitely in, it's in camera, so it's gonna be minus fucking ten. It's better when it's fucking nighttime in there. I just they don't want to be out there. Um, look, Manly, they generally get up for this game and i hate when manly beat the raiders at home we've won five in a row so we're going to have a full crowd there doing the viking clap um and you know when you've won when you you know when you've got on a bit of a streak i just think that that streak will carry the raiders um home in this game at home against the manly seagulls and i'll be i'm gonna write i'll write a narrative here turbo you know down on his luck saw kp win back his jersey with eight one minute performance Turbo, he's, he's gonna he's gonna cement himself in in Origin folklore with a with a somewhat decent game. Um, he says, "Fuck my new running style. I'm just gonna <laughs> run. Yeah. Fuck the hammies. If they go, they go." We're uh, halfway through the year, let's just fucking put the put the afterburners on Turbo. How does he play a full game and not get a tackle break, Turbo? <laughs> oh, uh, fuck I mean, it. everyone's like, "Oh, well." I mean, I know they're all going, "Oh, if it was another player, you know, we'd all be saying hey, he's having a great year." I'm like, "Would I?" I criticise everyone who's having a, who looks like they're going like a busted. A fullback that can get run down by front rowers. Did you see how hard Nick Hora burnt him? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like he, he got 30 metres away from him. Skinned him. Skinned him very quickly. Um, oh, oh, right. so, yeah, no, look, um, Turbo is trying very, very hard, but I reckon he, he should have um, just sat out the first seven, eight rounds. Season. Just, just sat out the season. Oh, half the season, yeah, and just played this bad, the back end. <laughs> Um, you know, because uh, Carrick is a serviceable fullback. They've learned how to play without Turbo, but I mean, uh, I mean yeah. Just, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Raiders win and Turbo goes over for three tries. Uh, I'll, the... I'll take I'll take the, just just so I get some kind of enjoyment if the if the Raiders do lose, I'll take the, I'll take the, the Seagulls. Um, but that has been the round 12, round 12, yeah, round 12 dual position podcast review. Uh, a lot of waffle in this episode, which is good. It's good just to have a have a big, big old chin wag. Better old shit. And to, to be fair, though, this week is pretty important for moving week. I mean, next week you'll do get three. You do get three trades next week if you ever so need them. Um, but yeah, yeah, it'd be very, very interesting. Uh, big moving week this week and uh, bye week next week. I probably we probably don't have a lot 
a lot to talk about next week in all honesty. So next week might be a, a shorter episode because there's probably not a whole lot to talk about with only half yeah, the teams we playing. Probably go through our lineups and who we're running out. You know, with um, our differences, I guess that we've got in there. Next week will be fun because you get a free loop as well. So anything over eighty, you probably take. Mm. So you yeah. probably you probably pick a more conservative VC next week. Mm. But yeah, that's been the dual position podcast around twelve. What a way to end it. Um, <laughs> I've been the SC Whisperer coach of the Ramsey Rehabs, joined as always by SC Adrianosaurus, coach of the Ramsey Rehabs. Thank you for joining. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not coaching the Ramsey No, Rehab. I mean, mate, we, we do need a coaching Rapana change. Banana, you we, said. We, I'm going to change it to that next year. I'm Rapana Rama. We need, a, we, we, need a, we need a coaching change at the Ramsey Rehab. So if you want to come on board, then, then by all means. But once again, thank you so much for watching the Dual Position Podcast, listening uh, and putting up with our dribble. We'll be back at the same time next week, hopefully with some green arrows to report back to you. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.